I want to know who motherfucking representing it. Oh, it's different today. Hold on, hold on. I missed last week, and it'll never happen again. <laughs> don't say that. You don't know. What I'm happen. back, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm feeling good. You hear the song? Let's go. Louisiana shit. I know it's not the typical song that I would normally start with, but this is how I feel right now. Something for y'all to cut up to, you know what I'm saying? I got my sister-in-law in the background yeah. eating cookies. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody get your mother Come on. on. Hey. I'm going to let it ride out. Let it ride out. I wanted to let it ride out to the hook, but I didn't. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love. And I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up one time. Man, I'm so I'm so happy. Listen, first of all, let's stop. Let me stop. I want to first start off by apologizing because um we didn't record last week. I feel like missing last week set us back three weeks for some reason. It feel like I haven't talked or been on the podcast in three weeks, and God knows that I missed you guys. In the words of what's my man's name on Martin, um. Varnell Hill Did you miss me? (laughs) (laughs) But I'm back man I apologize India you're here too What's up though? Oh I'm tired Hold on let me just stop Because I got a lot to get into This is one of the first times That I really don't have Like topics set out to talk about But I just want to go ahead and freestyle And do this my way During the week we got deep Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, indeed. So thank y'all once again for listening each and every week. Thank you to the people who really did miss us last week. Um, All of your messages that came through, I appreciate it, man. And if this is your first time listening, shit, tell a friend to tell a friend to continue to listen and join in. Go to Apple or Spotify, wherever you listen, iHeart, wherever you listen to podcasts and go ahead and like and subscribe. But India. Yes. We got to talk about a lot of stuff because we just we just weren't here. And um, <laughs> I feel like that shit. We missed a lot of time. So first off, let me start by telling y'all, man, really? It was Labor Day weekend first off. That's the first thing. It was Labor Day weekend. So we had to figure out the scheduling. So schedules got mixed up. And look who just walked in the house. My mother-in-law. <laughs> okay, anyway, I'm back to it. My mother-in-law's in time. We'll get to that in a second. But anyway, uh, with the schedules, let's keep it right here. India was planning for She Did a Thing event pop-up in Nashville, right? So one time, hold on, let me stop. and go ahead and give India a round of applause <laughs> because we're going to get to that in a second. That's why I played the song. Nice for what? Because I'm telling you, I was so many beautiful women out there making shit stuff 
happened. Um, it really felt Don't good. Don't be correcting my, yourself now. Yeah, my mother-in-law is trying to wait for her to leave before I just really curse. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Blake. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm about to let it loose soon as you walk up those steps. Shit. I'm back. But <laughs> So, yeah, I'm going to tell y'all about all the beautiful women who came out to the She Did a Thing event. I'm going to tell you about how proud I am of India Charity. Simone, the whole them as a staff, a record label, and a crew. And if you ain't down <laughs> with them, then F you. But I'm gonna get to all that, you know. But first, let's get focused. All right. So the schedules. I had something to do. India had something to do. Then in the midst of us having something to do, I'll be honest with y'all, because this was what we do. We had an argument. Not any type of argument. We had a big argument. And it just wasn't right for me to ask India to come on and record the podcast when one, if we would have recorded, it would have been like a sliver of time. It wouldn't probably have been a full episode. And then two, the episode would have been dry. Y'all would have knew the energy was off. So at that point, neither one of us were really talking to the other one. And it was just like, well, shit, I guess we ain't potting today. Man broke my heart. I have never been so heartbroken in my life. The only other time that I've been there heartbroken was um, when I was in high school. And I found out for the first time that my girlfriend was cheating on me with an older guy. I told you about that, right? Yes. I pulled so you up. were heartbroken because we didn't... You weren't heartbroken because of the situation. You were just heartbroken because you couldn't record the podcast. <laughs> right, yeah. So. I was devastated because we could not record the podcast. But anyway, back to my first heartbreak. First time I got my heart broken was We've on. We've heard this story. I'm before. telling it again. Why for the do new we need to hear it again? I pulled up at my ex girlfriend's house in high school, and there she was talking to another dude right in the driveway. And I pulled my car in the driveway. I don't know what I was gonna do. And I sat there and I backed up and I cried and I really just went home. I mean, you know, hey, I had my heart broken. That is. That's the whole story. Forgive me. Dunnell, Dunnell Clay. He's a cool guy, too. Not that Dunnell Clay. I forgot what Dunnell's last name. But anyway, back to <laughs> stay focused, beloved. I'm you trying, need to stay man. focused because this story ain't got nothing to do with nothing. It doesn't. But anyway, we had a big argument and then we couldn't record. So, like, I'm, damn, I, I wanted to just be honest and just come tell you guys that it had a lot to do with scheduling and it had a lot to do with um the argument. And the argument started with some, like, it started one place, and y'all know how an argument typically does. It'll start one area where, like, I can't believe you left the door open to the garage. And then it goes from the garage to probably something you did two months ago that you thought the person forgot about. So that's kind of how it went. It went from, like, damn, I can't believe you left the garage open, or I can't believe you left your shoes untied. And then, so check this out, speaking of shoes. So that's why we didn't record. Mm-hmm. So I just want to go ahead and put it out. I'm not going to tell you the full story because, you know, it's too deep. But um, we are trying to do something a little bit different with the podcast. And that's another thing, too. So we're working on different stuff with the podcast as well. I have um, something big coming up. I can tell you what it's called. I don't care. Um, B3 Podcast and Services. It'll be announced here soon. So I had to work on that. It was just a lot of different stuff while we didn't record. But the avalanche of the argument was at the roots, like the old people say, the roots of the whole thing was the big ass argument. 
Why do you keep saying <laughs> argument like that? Stop that. Well, shit, I don't know what else to call it then. What you want to call it? Uh, it's a not, blowout? No. It's just an argument. A, you over here arguing. No. Because you don't argue because <laughs> the thing about it is an argument is something that you would have like, I don't know what I want to eat. You don't know what I want to eat. And then I go pick up the wrong thing to eat. This is an argument. What we had was an argument. One, you got to pull it deep down from your soul, from your soul to your toes. And you got to bring it up to let the people know. That's what we did. So that's all it was. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm going to tell y'all what else happened. So let's keep it here for a second. The argument happened before everything else I'm going to tell you happened. So leading up to the argument, we didn't tell about this. India and I went. All right, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. went outside, all right? Let's just go ahead and put it out. I was outside for a little while, but it was for a good reason. One of the family members had a 30th birthday get-together slash a gender reveal. Boom. I went to it. I had a mask on. Indy said I didn't. Had a mask on the whole time. Indy like, you didn't have it right. You had it under your nose. No, I had the mask on on my face, all right? The next day, here we go. We get, Indy goes back with me. You you got something to say? You just gonna I sit just, and listen. No, I didn't. You sound like you was telling the whole story. You want me to tell the second day of nah, the story? You can jump in anytime. I don't want the people well, to think I'm just hogging the mic. <laughs> but let me get to it. Well, exactly, I, exactly. You you I are a Mike hog. Like, what do you want me to say? Now, oink, if I, oink, and nigga. if I try to step in, then you're gonna be like, well, you cut me off. So don't be looking at me. I can tell the story, but Go ahead. I'm gonna let you. Well, no, you're not gonna tell it with enough enthusiasm. I got you. The next day, I convinced my wife to go with me to this shindig. It was family only. You know what I mean? These people we love. So we're like, hell yeah. It was the one of one of their son's birthday. So we went back. The youngest one. We went back. All right. So we pull up and there was a swimming pool. Now, y'all know I have a two-year-old son named Blake, who is the executive producer of the podcast. So he wants to go swimming. India said, I think we should bring his floats. And I'm like, nah, because my partner was like, the water, you know, you can, it's not even that deep. He don't need floats. Now, I know you can drown in one foot of water or like a puddle. Do you believe that? People yeah. say you can drown in a puddle of water. Yes, I do. The only way you can drown in a puddle of water, if it's their WAP, mm, you know what their WAP is. If you don't finish okay. telling this story. Anyway, you know, you get in there WAP, boy, you don't got no life vest on, you better know how to swim. Um, but <laughs> we go out there and he's like, you need to bring the floats. I'm like, nah, I'm cool. Now, Blake likes to explore. This pool was one of those pools where one level was like, let's say, I'm going to say a foot. Then you progressively go down to the deep end with some steps. Now, I'm at this point, I'm getting ready to put on my swim trunks. I'd say, Blake, listen, bro, don't go past this area. If you go past this area, you're probably going to end up falling and going underwater. Blake's you're telling laughing. the two-year-old this. Like, he's, he's just supposed to listen. But it's not an average two-year-old. This guy is advanced. I'm telling y'all, Blake is something different. But anyway, I'm telling my guy that he's looking and laughing at me, kind of like I'm playing. So in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I know what's about to happen at this point. So mind you, India is not outside hardly any. She's in the house talking to the ladies with her mask on. She's like back and forth outside, just kind of peeping out, seeing what's going on. 
Indy has been in the house the entire time. Shout out to the homeboy Julius. I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, back and forth, back and forth. I go. I'm putting on my swim trunks. I'm walking back to the pool. As I'm walking back to the pool, guess what happened? If you don't know by now, you guessed it. Blake strolled his little ass down those steps. And what happened at that point? Blake went underwater. Head first. All you can see was my son's hair floating on top of the water luxurious. He's fighting the water, trying to get himself out. Guess who just happened to walk outside as soon as Blake took that last step into the deep end? You guessed it again. India Marie happened to walk out as soon as Blake fell off that step, slipped off that step. Shout out to Julius because he was a little bit in front of me. And when I tell you my guy jumped in the pool fully clothed to pull Blake out. So give it up for Julius one time, man. Fully clothed, brand new pair of old white shell toe Adidas. Had a nice polo on, some nice jeans. Looked real good. Had a fresh haircut. Still saw my son fearing for his life. Jumped in there. Now, y'all probably was, if you're listening to this right now, you're probably thinking, be love, you're a bad parent. Where the hell were you? Why didn't you jump in the pool? Like I mentioned, Julius is also a father and his daughter was in the pool. He was the closest. But he was the closest person his there. His daughter <laughs> had on a life jacket. So I cannot imagine for the life of me why you did not put his floaties on. Blake, his life jacket or his floaties are not like your normal run-of-the-mill floaties. It's like a it's like a WWE championship wrestling belt around his stomach. But that's what and a lot two arm guards and it's cool. That's it's what fine. a lot of two-year-olds wear. He would not have gone under had he had that on. You're right. And it's fine and it's cool. But my biggest thing was I didn't want to carry all this stuff to the house and they had to transport this stuff back out to the house so it was me kind of being lazy at that point um so i guess my question would be to indy this is like straight off topic what age did you learn how to swim like when was it that you learned how to swim i don't know i can see my sister-in-law doesn't know how to swim i learned how to swim in the fifth grade in the fifth grade but i almost drowned as a kid and that's that's why I like moving forward. Blake ain't going to nobody's pool. So tell see and and and, that, and so here we go, right? Blake ain't going to nobody's <laughs> pool until he learns how to swim. I feel like we sometimes project fear on our kids. Like so now that is not projecting fear. That is it being is. safe. He can play in the water, but he needs to know how to swim. He is too like he loves the water too much for him to be in the water without knowing how to swim. Like. I don't have a problem with him being in the water, okay. but he loves it way too much for him to not know how to swim. Okay. Like at the, at the point that like as much as he likes water, he has to know how to swim. And you're probably thinking to yourself, why didn't or why don't we get Blake swim lessons right now? It's COVID. I mean, that's it. Shout out to, um, shout out to the homegirl, uh, Tyler. She got her daughter swim lessons or whatever. So, you know, maybe we need to. I mean, he's he's a Pisces. Yeah. He's a water baby. Like, he literally, like, he's a little fish. He loves the water. He, and he that's why I said, 
as long as, especially like if if we're not around, like no no family members' houses, like none of that. He's he cannot go into the water anymore until he learns how to swim. I agree, and I I will say this now. I'm a man. I can admit when it was my fault. And not getting no damn floaties was my fault. But I really felt like because I was going to be in there with him that he didn't really need floaties because I'm not going. First of all, he was fine. He was not even going like under. Blake went underwater probably for a split of every bit of two seconds, maybe even one second before um, Julius jumped in and got him out. But it was the fact that I didn't want him to be scared. And Blake, such a champ. My man got out of the water, grabbed me, hugged me, and said, Daddy, get back in the pool. And got right back in. I said, No fear. Exactly. But, again, he loves the water. He loves the water so much. I mean, he was supposed to do swimming lessons this summer. Obviously, that didn't work out. But as soon as it gets warm enough next year, his ass is going to swimming lessons. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because so, he's too comfortable in water. Way too comfortable for our liking. So that's that's one thing that added on to the argument. So after that happened, like the argument stemmed. Boom. The big argument happened. And then all of a sudden India reached back a week ago and said, And you know what? You I'm already mad at you for making Blake almost drown. So boom. So now add I did, this. I did not say <laughs> that. So now we're making a big match. I did not say that. This is the special sauce right here. So we're gonna add that on to the argument that we've already had. Look at my sister-in-law. I wish she'd get out of here by now, but she's still here. We're gonna add that on to the argument. Now, before we get there, before we move off of this, um, my guy then called me. And told me he had some news. So I'm like, what's up, bro? Like, what you got? Now, me and this guy talk all the time. So if it's news, like 85% of the time, the news is going to be good news. What? (laughs) Nothing. Go. 85% of the time, the news is going to be good news. Except this time. He called me and said, said, man, he didn't want to call me with stuff like this, but... Because his kids go to daycare, they do COVID testing every Tuesday, and one of them came back positive for COVID. Now, at this point, he was adamant about he felt like the test was wrong because one of his other children also tested for COVID, and the test came back negative. Mind you, they are siblings, and they live in the same house under the same roof, Sleep in the same bed. So he's like, bro, I don't believe it. I'm going to get him tested again. So at this point, here we go. I got to go tell India. So I'm like, oh, shoot. I would have said something else, but somebody came downstairs. I said, (laughs) oh, shoot. At this point, and I had to go tell India. So I go down and tell India. I wish I would have recorded the look on India's face when I told her that, hey, we have to get tested for COVID because this is what happened. Mind you, at this point, India's event is about, I'm going to say about two weeks away. So it gives her time, even if her test were to come back positive, her event is two weeks away. So I had to hear all of that. Are you with me, Indy? Yes. All right, can you say something? No, I'm what? <laughs> Fair, you are telling the story. You are telling the story. And this, okay, so and, I'm gonna get to that point too. I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no, gonna get there. No, 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 I'm, no. I'm definitely getting no. there too. I'm, getting, I'm adding up no. the argument points. 
Well, I was going to say, for, first of all, the, I didn't even know we were talking about all the arguments that we've, we've had over the, the week. It's been like but a I wasn't talking span. to you then because my sister was leaving out the door. I was telling her to text me the Airbnb address. She got it. Come on. Let's get focused and get to it. But um, so at this point, I had to go downstairs and tell India, like, we got tested for COVID. Boom. I told her, and you would have thought that I just told India. I cheated on her, and I got another girl pregnant. I feel like Usher, and these were my confessions. <laughs> Every time I was in L.A., I was with my ex-girlfriend. I'm telling you, it felt crazy. So I'm like, damn, like, relax. I didn't know. And th- 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 All right, so the bad thing about this, I'm trying to explain well- India. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think what annoyed me is because, like, every time I say that I don't want to do something or I don't think it's a good idea, you completely disregard it. Yeah. Like, and, but that's not fair to me. So, when when I say I don't want to do something, then I think that you should just let it go. Okay. And, and leave it at that. And so, I had already told you, I was like, I, like, I, I love, you know, I love them and I really want to go, but I don't necessarily want to go this time. Because I'm just trying to make sure that I'm super safe. And right. I got a lot going on. Right. I'm a, under a lot of pressure, a lot of stress right now. And I just, I can't afford to be, you know, getting sick. Right. Going to a birthday party. Indeed. And that, that that's literally all it was. Indeed. But you was like, I feel like every time I say stuff like that, you try to make me feel bad for not wanting to go. Nah, I don't. I just try to say like, all right, to be a friend is to be there for your friend, is to show up for your friend. I saw this post on Instagram, matter of fact, and it was like, hey, if you're my friend, I don't necessarily want you to, well, let me back up. It said something about if you're my friend and I'm selling a product, I'm not necessarily trying to make you a customer. I don't want you to, I don't want you to be, I want you to be a customer if you really want to be a customer. But first things first, I want you to be a friend. You're my friend, and I want your support. And your support doesn't have to be buying a product. But I do think the support should be promoting you, pushing you, telling other people who might like your product to buy it. But listen, I might not like your product, but hey, I'm telling everybody else about it. And people who might, and people who might, I think might like it about it. I get what you're saying, but I think that all of that is different just in this year because of COVID. Okay. Like I think that missing things is an exception this year because of COVID. Had it not been a pandemic, like that would have been different. Like the event, <laughs> the event just passed, the, you know, this past weekend, my event, and one of my really good friends did not come. She lives in Nashville. She wasn't doing anything. She didn't come because she's scared of COVID. And I just had to take it. It was just like, okay, I understand. I understand. Like, you know, you want to be safe and cautious. Like, I get it. So, you know, it's like, I, you know, I would have, I would have really liked for her to be there, but, you know, it was just understanding. It's personal preference. If you feel like you're safer at home, then, you know, I would like for you to stay at home. Yeah. So I only come out with special circumstances. You know what I mean? So the only time I'm coming out is for people that I did. And like these people, like him, Especially, I, I look at him like a brother for real. Like these are my people. So, um, of course, I went out and any right probably should have just been been low, low key, dokey. But I had to tell I had to tell you all this, 
And instead of India, like, all right, well, you know, let's go get tested. Um, we, we, we probably should have just chilled at home. India made me feel like a dirtbag. I didn't make I you can't feel like a dirtbag. You had us going out there, you sorry sack of suds. You don't never want to no. sit down. Tell the you story. You always talking nope. about you're inside, but nope. nigga, you outside. Tell you're the outside story more how than it, trees. Tell the story how it is. I really forgot. They didn't even have the argument came about. about. You told me what had happened, yep. and I didn't say anything. But you looked at me though. I looked at you. I would say something about women. Okay. Look, say everything you need to say. I wasn't even gonna say anything about it. I was just quiet. I was going to let it go. You like to provoke me with little comments. So I left the house because not because I was upset with you. I left the house because I really had something that I needed to go do. And as soon as I walk out the door, you text me. What do you remember what you text me, right? As soon as, um, just so you know, when I'm not talking to you tonight, that's why. Just just know. Really? Just know. Really, you started the argument. You started the tension. You started the beef. Because instead of even saying it to my face, you waited until I walked out the door and get in my car to text me that. I did not slam the door. So the wind blew the door closed? You got to be crazy right now. I nah. literally did not slam we the door. We ain't calling. No, I'm just I literally did not slam the door. I think you're drunk right now. No, you're definitely drunk. You started that argument. Oh, no, 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 no. Your looks started it. That's what I'm getting to. Fellas out there. You mad about my looks? Fellas out there right Would now. Would you rather be mad at my looks or my words? Both like, of them hurt I equally. literally... Bear. No, no, no. Okay. Bear. I, 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 I would give you an example right now. And then go even ahead. after I like ex- explain, I wasn't even going to go there with you, but you went there with me first. I had, no, your looks. Bear, you know, just because I look at you a certain way. It hurt. Your looks can hurt. My looks, looks can hurt. Can so keep. that felt like because you came to me and you said, okay, we were potentially exposed to COVID and I give you a look simply because I'm frustrated because before we were potentially ex- exposed to it, I had already expressed my concerns about it. And then you made me feel like shit for having concerns <laughs> about it. So after all of that, you're 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 mad because I gave you a look. Like you look. Make it make sense to me. It wasn't a look of love either. All right, I got you right here. You know when you go up. When you play organized sports when you were younger, and you know when you go up, let's say you're going up for a layup, right? And you and your mom or your dad have been in the backyard practicing this damn maneuver, a simple layup. And then for whatever reason, you blow it, and then the look that your dad or your mom gives you, the look that your coach gives you, he ain't got to say nothing to you. Just looks at you. The disappointment goes through your body so deep where you don't want to perform anymore. You're like, the same way you said that you almost drowned when you were little, and you're like, nah, I don't want to learn how to swim anymore. It's the exact same look that you gave me, like, ugh. Honestly? Ugh, that look. No, we will have to agree to disagree. Because I feel like, and you did a look and a storm considering off. Considering you, I did not do a storm off. I was leaving. I had an appointment to go to. You did a fast pace off. <laughs> that is not true. Did a look and you paced off. That really is quickly. literally not true. 
anyway. I left the house because I had an appointment. So, so, after, so after all that, right? So now this adding on to the argument as well. So boom. So the argument, argument happened after all this stuff happened. But Indy went back to grab all this. Now, something good happened throughout this whole time too. So I knew India was stressed out, right? Here we go. I hope y'all ready for it. It's about to get X-rated. I'm giving you a heads up. If you're listening right now and you had kids, turn it off. So at this moment, I'm like, man, I got to do something special for India, man. What can I do? It's just something small, something light. You know what I mean? I said, shh. Me and my, uh, well, not me and my, but my, <laughs> I don't want to put it out there, but one of my good friends told me that I should get one of these things for India. And I'm like, because she had a referral code. And I'm like, all right, cool. What's your referral code? I'm going to get it. Something called a Tracy dog, right? So I go <laughs> and I get this Tracy dog. If you know what a, if you don't know what a Tracy dog is, look it up on your leisure. So India's been stressed out, running around, getting ready for she did a thing event pop up Nashville. Give it up for India again. <laughs> So, man, I got real, you know what I'm saying? I went and got clean. Got that old lawnmower, shaved me up a little bit, pulled that old Tracy dog out. Well, first of all, gave her old tongue of Tanzania. Oh, my gosh. Then <laughs> pulled the Tracy dog out, right? So, I'm like doing, you know, boom, boom, bam, bam. How was the Tracy dog? How do you think? You it was care? good, but, but somebody might want to know. You thought that that was like, that was your way of doing something nice for me? That's what Tyrese did on Baby Boy. You know, you remember me smack too. I'm laughing because the way you're looking at me right now, I'm not laughing at what I'm about to say. But you remember when him and Taraji got I'm into it like and he so smacked I'm just like so confused because you were like, India is so stressed right now. Let's just have sex. Not <laughs> any type of sex. That was some old kinky, freaky dicky. I gave you the dog. I gave you, I gave you the dog I'm just and so the dog. confused right now. Like, she's, she's so stressed. Let's buy Tracy's dog. Tracy's dog is great, actually. Um... But I didn't turn it up, so it got settings on the thing, right? It got like 10 settings on it. 10 settings on this one piece of equipment, and I didn't know. So when I just when I did my thing with the equipment, I just put it on the first setting, not knowing that it had 10 different damn stages. I'm like, what the hell is this damn robot for real? What is this? <laughs> Fucking RoboCop for a vagina? What are we doing right now? But anyway, I commit to... But I told the homegirls that they're going to use it so much, they're going to have... I'm not going to say that. That's a bad joke. I can't say that. But I told them they're going to use it so much, but they're going to be shaking all their life. I'm just going to say that. Do with it what you please. Um, but anyway, I tried to do that to alleviate some of the stress. But it didn't work. It did not work. <laughs> Soon after, like the next morning, I, we, think we, I that, think we got to arguing about something I just something think else. that you have like lost touch of like cues. What you mean? I, I know a cue when you look at me. Exactly. Now you don't want to say nothing. You don't want to say nothing. Me looking at you is not a cause for you to text me and be like, just so you know, when I'm not talking to you tonight, this is why. <laughs> it that, is. That is not a cue for that. that. You can't is, look at me. That means. Storm off and then expect everything to be childish. sweet. No. What? No. Like, if looks I don't understand, kill. like, men do this all the time. It's like, just because you mad right now, I'm, f I'm finna be mad because you mad. 
That's crazy. Nah, I'm instead not. Instead of just, like I said, what I did, instead huh? of just apologizing. Yeah, that's exactly what you did because you mad, I'm going to get mad. Instead of just apologizing and be like, hey, I'm like, I'm sorry that I even, you know, put us in this situation <laughs> for it to even potentially happen. The like, COVID I'm sorry. exposure. Like, instead of doing that, you get mad because I'm mad. No, I didn't make get mad. Make it make sense. I'm, I'm about to. I'm going to make it plain, too. I didn't get mad because you were mad. I got mad because you gave me a look and stormed off. Like, bro, let's just talk. And on top of that, imagine, right? As a man. Let me let me let me get down. Let me let me no, let me ask you, why would I want to talk? When you come to me saying, I already know you about to be mad, I already know how you about to react. I did like again. And you are and you did exactly what I thought. Instead of leading with an apology. You lead with an assumption, which leads me to give you exactly what you thought you was going to get. But not only was it an assumption, it was a correct assumption. And that's all it was. But now, you said make it make sense, right? Here we go. If you walk off on me and expect me Why do you keep saying walking (laughs) off? Stop saying that. If 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 your leading point is a walk off, it's not valid. Because I didn't walk off. I left the house because I had an appointment. But you looked at me like you wanted to beat me up. Indy, you looked at me like you just saw one of your ex-boyfriends from back. You looked at me like you just saw the the one that you you, like talking about you, you loved back in the day. They gotta wait. You looked at me like that. Like you couldn't stand me. Well, what did I do? I I apologized for... Oh, no, you did not. So you, this is what I'm about to say, right? I sent India the message. And inside the message said something like, listen, bro, you don't know how bad I feel personally because for all intents and purposes, I have been inside of the house. I haven't went anywhere. I've been so inside of the house that I got bed sores. You know Not what I mean? Not within that time period you hadn't been in let the me, house. Let me get done. So when that happened to me, it's like I'm putting my family at risk. And as a man, my most covenant job is to protect and prov- and to provide for my family. I never want to put my family in harm's way. Imagine, I, you know what? I can't imagine this, but... It almost felt like, what's this show that came on? Um, it's a movie, one of those black Tyler Perry movies. Why did I get married? Where the girl died from cancer. Why did I get married too, right? She ended up dying from cancer. No. That wasn't it with Janet Jackson. That's why did I get married, but you said die from cancer, and you're talking about <clears throat> best man too. Okay, damn. But I'm talking about why did I get married then? And you know how Janet Jackson and her husband, he left the baby on top of the car, and then he drove off and killed the baby? Or Janet Jackson, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, car accident. Yeah, the car accident. I can imagine, like, you made me feel at that point like I'm such a horrible human being for exposing our family to COVID. And it wasn't, I, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. It's I just like, think you have horrible pride. And what? you do not like to admit when you're wrong and you don't like to apologize. I said I was wrong. That is simply all that that is. Like, even like when, when the other person is, upset and it's like a valid reason to be upset all you have to do is apologize and mm-hmm. that makes everything better well listen i thought like, i apologized you can't apo- you didn't apologize in that until moment I, I didn't until i until i brought up the fact that you had not apologized okay 
You might be right. I, I know I'm right. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> you might be right about that one. But anyway, I tried. I did. I was just so. I was. I was more so like upset with myself than anything because, like I said, I put my family at risk, and by putting my family at risk, I felt like I. I let. I let y'all down. So I was kind of disappointed in myself for not taking my own advice and staying inside. I was outside, and I was in the pool. Almost let Blake go underwater too long. Then got the the bad news the next two days. But then we got the follow-up news and said, guess what? The test did come back negative. My guy went back, took another test, and the test came back negative. So he was COVID-free. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, we're COVID-free. Everybody's COVID-free. But still, it was a scare. And I so I tried to make everything better with the Tracy dog, and obviously that didn't work. <laughs> so then to add insults, mind you, but this is... I, the, the thing with, with that is, like, I have been screaming what I want from you, and you just keep doing <laughs> stuff like... You just, like, this is complete opposite. It's like, oh, I want to go on a date. Well, let me buy her a Tracy dog. Like, what? It's a tongue Like, date. make it make sense. It's a sex date. S E X. It's a day date. Put that old <laughs> listen. Let that thing hang. Anyway. Um, so then after all that, to add insults, all this happened within one week. Like this, uh, everything happened in a two-week, I'm sorry, two-week span. All of this stuff happened. So then to add insult to injury, the next day, I wake up in the morning. Every morning. And uh, I go downstairs. And it wasn't the next day. It was probably like a few days later. But I go downstairs and I work out. Boom, boom. Every morning, I try to get outside by 6 o'clock a.m. I wake up at like 5.35, 5.45-ish. Walk downstairs. India called herself like cleaning up the area downstairs. But she put Blake's shoe in the middle of the step. It's pitch black in the house. I can usually I make put it Blake down. Shoe in the middle of the step. I think you did it to try to take me out and get the insurance money because all this happened shortly after everything else. So I'm boom, I'm walking down the steps, and y'all, I'll be honest with you. I fell down six flights of steps. Do 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 do. Right now, Indy, what's wrong with my arm right now? Am I lying? It's a it's a scrape. Right now, my arm is still messed up from two weeks ago. My shoulder, I was wondering on my shoulder. My shoulder is hurting. I fell down six flight of steps, slid into Blake's baby gate, and broke the baby gate. So at that point, I'm pissed off, adding insult to injury. Then I went outside to go put some air in my bike tire. And wouldn't you know, my damn bike tire wouldn't fill up. So all this shit. At that point, I looked in this guy and said, where Jeezy? I need a vacation. It's exactly what I said. So I'm pissed off about that. Indy and I were mad at each other. I couldn't even tell her and laugh for her about me falling down the stairs because she was mad. <laughs> so now I, I want to laugh. I want to talk about it. Like, man, I just fell down six steps. Ha, ha, ha. Couldn't even talk to her about it. Ain't that messed up, though, when you want to laugh with your woman and y'all arguing? What do you do? Like, when you got good to say me and you in a big argument. And you got big news you want to share. Do you share that news? Or do you keep it to yourself? Or you find somebody else to share it with? Mm. That's a good question. I keep it 
I'd probably keep it to myself. Really? I got to share it with somebody. I have to. Have to share it with somebody. I'm going to share it with somebody. It just might not be with you in that moment. Yeah. Because you, you, you hate them. See, I, I'm, I'm going to tell hater. you regardless. Like, like the other issue that we were talking about, uh, we were talking about a person, and um, he was like, oh, why you ain't tell me what was going on? Yeah, I, was like, I did. Well, I didn't tell you because we've been beefing for two weeks. See? Yeah, so Indy, it's, it's been a lot going on, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know Indy. It's, it's been some stuff going on in India's life. I didn't even know about. She kept it from me. Kept it a secret. Because she been beefing with me for two weeks. I can't believe that. But anyway, so I fall down the steps. Couldn't even tell India. I finally, you know what? I ain't gonna lie, I did tell you. I was you like, did. I gotta tell you. This shit is way too funny. Well, it's because you told you were like, you didn't hear me fall. And I was like, no. And I'm so silly. Like it hurt. I didn't. <laughs> It hurt, but it was like the fact that I'm a dad and I did something like a dad would do. Walking down the steps, stepped on my son's shoe and fell down the steps. Like, oh, something like a dad would do. Ha ha, funny. I don't think I was wondering was why the baby gate was broken. You did ask But I didn't that. feel like, I was like, no. When you told me that you fell, I was like, oh, is that why the gate broke? That's and you was like, happened. I didn't know the gate was broken. Yeah, I didn't. I, I hit the gate pretty hard when I fell down the steps, though. But anyway, boom. So I fall down the steps, all right? So all this happening. And now I'm like, man, I need to get India, like, beyond the Tracy dog. I thought I thought she really enjoyed the Tracy dog. So now I'm thinking about getting her a pink wig. I've been wanting to get India a pink wig. <laughs> Shout out to Carissa, TTC hair, baby. So I've been trying to get India a pink wig. You know, I'm just kind of, you know, I don't know. I, I like, I saw a girl with a pink wig, no disrespect. But I like, man, I think that because India was trying to figure out what to do with her hair. And I'm like, let me dope on India. Dye your hair pink. India almost cussed me out for telling her to dye her hair pink. Because I'm not dyeing my hair pink. But then Carissa said, why don't you get a pink wig? And you were kind of up to the idea. But I don't think you are because now you're like, mm, I want a short blonde bob. And I'm like, uh, well, you paying for that? I'm paying for the pink. Can we do that? Can we do what? You pay for your short blonde bob wig. No, because it's the exact them. same haircut. And if it's, a, if it's a blonde wig, you can do blonde first and then go back and dye it pink. For the money she told me, um, this wig costs, and we ain't dying in nothing. That's gonna be a permanent. I didn't know wigs cost so much, man. Listen, y'all ladies are balling out there. <laughs> I just realized that y'all well, pay because for because they say it's an investment piece, and that's why it's like if you gonna <laughs> if I'm pay that much money for a wig, then I'd rather just get like a blonde one that I can wear it like all the time. Ladies are mega balling. Y'all pay for lashes, <laughs> eyebrows, nails. Bikini waxes. I'm just going down the body. Um, some of y'all got the titties pierced. Some of the titties done. You pay for your feet to get done. And on top of all that, now you're paying for wigs. Now the wigs look good. If you're gonna get one, get it from the home girl. But I just can't understand why I'm gonna get a blonde wig and dye it pink when it ain't that color. I want to get a blonde wig and need to last forever. If I'm paying that much money for it, it gotta last. It, no, they do. Like Caleb, Where's Keith Sweat? Caleb been wearing the same wigs for years. For real? Yes. Okay, well, I feel... Because Caleb do got a lot of wigs. I feel confident in that, <laughs> I feel confident. I'm making sure. So, so, if, it's right. a, if it's a good wig, you know, with some good hair, that's why they say it's an investment piece because you can, you know, wear it for a long time. I don't know what investment piece is. So, 
All this happening, all right? I'm just giving y'all an update on, on our life. I'm sorry. This is just like a life update. I'm kind of just like having vomit out but of the we, mouth. We just we did just talk to them two weeks ago. You acting like... A lot happened in two weeks. I'm looking at my list right now. I did write a small list. Um, this, uh, uh. So then... Let me tell you about women too. It's my last thing I'm gonna complain about. Then I'm gonna give. I women. mean, every episode that you complaining about something that I did. So yeah, well, not, and this, and like, this might not be all women sitting here <laughs> listening to. This is my woman. Carry on. So, India and I, we first had Blake. We decided to get India a new car. It's a push present. We decided. I decided to get. India decided that she wanted a new car, and she decided that she wanted me to buy her a new car. So me, I had to go buy her a new car. So we got the new car, and I'm like, damn, I I never leased the car before. Let's try it out. So boom, now we we are here at the lease, like the the end of the lease. And I've been telling India, hey, you need to tell me what kind of car you want. We need to start looking at the car. We need to start looking at the car. We need to start t- tell me what kind you want. When I tell y'all that we are at the last minute, India still not made a decision about the car. Because I had and said what car I wanted, and you said I'm not buying that car because it's not a good car. It's so not a good car. And that was the car that I had my mindset on. India wants a luxury vehicle, and I don't mind buying a luxury vehicle. But my thing is, with this vehicle, if you look at India's car right now and how it looks in the inside, and you want now you want a luxury vehicle a lot of people, to mess it up just as bad as you messed this a car. A lot of up. people with two year olds cars look like that on the inside. So why don't you get like something more practical? Because you also want another what? What do you also want? Another what? She the kid. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. So now you got this car. With not only a two-year-old, but if you want another kid, you got to factor that in, too. So now you got two kids dirtying up this one car. Indy, you can't keep... You, India, Indy Marie, as a, as a single dating Barry, couldn't keep the H2000 clean. Am I right or am I wrong? It does not matter. I want what I want. So are you going to keep it clean? Yeah. I'm going to ask my mother-in-law when she gets in, should, should, should India get this car? And I'm going to see what she says. I'm going to talk about that later. She might come in just in time. But, but what I'm saying, don't ask me what I want, and then I tell you what I want, and then you have like some... Because then then that means I'm getting what you want me to have, and that... No. <laughs> it's not the case. I'm getting you something that I think is reasonable for what you're going to do with it. Okay, How about well, that? I think you need to get another car. I don't think a two-seat... A two-seater is reasonable for a kid either. I ain't say I want another kid. You said that Blake is big enough to it's ride with not, me. No, he's not. Shit, me and Blake be rolling. <laughs> no, he's not. A Mustang is not a good car to have a car seat in. It's just what? not. It is not. Well, listen. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't, you don't have to, like, change what you want. Anyway. Based I, on kids. I sounded to say... Um, I'm not leasing the car again. And for people who do lease and find it great, that's great. I didn't like it. It was not an enjoyable experience. And I now I have to take the car back and figure out, like, what I got to pay. I didn't know you had to pay a fee to take a leased car back. It's all type of stuff I didn't know about. So I didn't know about any of that. And that's what we have to do now. Miss Blake, are you about to go back to work? All right, I got a quick question for you. Come here for a second. You can talk on my microphone. All right, we just come here for a second. So India wants a car, um, a new car, because the lease is about to be up on this car. 
do you think just just from looking at India's car? I'm gonna hand you the mic, and you tell me why. <laughs> from look, <laughs> from looking at India's car now, the one she drives, do you think she needs a luxury vehicle? Here you go. Don't look at India. Don't try to be a, a good mom and look at India. Well, I would put it like this. I think that you need to get something that's high audience. <laughs> this is Margot Blake. Um, anyway, so um, just letting you guys know for India, looking at India's car, she just needs some organization and quit being kind of messy. She lives in her car. You know how people live in their car? That's what her car looks like. See? So if she could stop living in her car, then maybe, you know, her M-A-N-Z, her mans might, you know, think about <laughs> helping her out over here a little bit. So she's kind of looking like she's ungrateful in the in the luxury car she has now. But even though she is now. grateful, she's grateful. I'm on your side, India. He, he just wanted to say, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. So India, just pretend, you know what I'm Just make them feel like, you know, just clean, keep a garbage bag in your car. That's all you need. To, that's all you know. Just keep a garbage bag in there. She's busy, so she just need to kind of like, just kind of organize the car and just keep Come it on. like you know, just keep it, just keep it clean, India. I mean, I understand. I'm on your side, really. She's looking no, at me not, like you're, you're, I'm you're, on her side. You're on the side of right. But see, Barrett kind of two faced too, so I don't. You know, <laughs> he might not want to pay the money. He looking that's at the dollar. That's what it is, ma. It don't got nothing to do with the car, but being messy. But, you know, she, I mean, if you're leasing the car, you have to be mindful of things like that, too, because you're putting the miles on the car. Oh so, God. you know, let's say, just get your Toyota or Honda, and it'll just last you last forever, and just take care of that one. Ma, I don't want a Toyota or a Honda. Thank you, Mother Lotha. <laughs> and, and, and you know what's funny? You said something that I've been telling India forever. That's why she looked off. I said, India, all you got to do is keep a garbage bag in your car, and every time you eat something, throw it away. Treat it like you treat a garbage can in your house. Yeah, not, not, not the floor, India. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, India has good home training. Just let them know that she's clean. Yeah, well, that's debatable. Okay. Um, I, she tells she does take baths, but like she's still like messy and unorganized. You, you are know? messy and unorganized, Barry. This stuff over there is yours. Cause he don't. Miss Blake, let me tell you something. I use one and I wash one. And well, they have to figure it out then. Exactly. This is this. And he does. And he don't ever want to wash Blake's dishes. Bear only wants to wash his dishes, not Blake's dishes. My mother. Exactly. <laughs> My mother-in-law trying to shoot some bail for her daughter right now because she know. Yeah, she know. You know, she just put kind of put her out there about that car. So, like I said, the car is no go. I, I, I drove a Honda. You, and you're going to drive another years. one for many more years. You drive a Honda Bear. You trade tra the Mustang in and go get a CRV. Nah, I, I can get a, I get a, a Ford, Ford Explorer, though. I don't, I don't mind that, but I'm not trading the Mustang. I just get another car. Let's go get for a Ford what? Explorer. What you mean, for what? You want me to have a bigger car? Get old Ford Explorer. Be exploring some shit. My mother-in-law going cuss again. Be exploring some shit out here. You know, looking at everything. Now, let me go ahead and get to my... The big, the biggest thing. So now we we argue. Um, the big argument came up. All this stuff happened, and we end up missing the podcast. And I apologize. I'm gonna try not to make it happen again. But in the midst of all of that, what do you? What? What? what how's it not gonna happen again? So I'm gonna try not to argue with you on. I try to argue with you on a Tuesday night, and then I can smooth it over by the time the Monday comes, just in enough time. 
No. To record the podcast. No. And that's why we didn't record last week. That's what I said. We t- that's, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, we were kind of talking by then. We could have recorded. And I said no. No, we were not. Yes, we were. We were? Yes, we were. Yes. Because you was like, so do you want to record the podcast? And I was like, no. And, and I, I would have probably pushed back, but I didn't because I knew the event was coming up too. And you were under a lot of stress. India uh, was under a lot of stress to make the event a success. So first of all, give a round of applause for India again. India, let's talk about it. I know I don't know if you're going to talk about this on your podcast, and, and I know we, we were scheduled to do your podcast together. I was going to interview you, but, um, you know, this is our podcast. So I'm deviating from the script right now. So congratulations, India, on a successful event. How do you feel about it? I feel good. I kind of, I just came. First of all, tell people the event. She did that company presents. She did a thing pop up event in Nashville. Do you feel great about it? I feel great about it. But now I'm just now I'm trying to figure out like what's my next move. Chill, chill. You stepping on the interview right now. I'm not talking about that. No, I'm just saying like it was just that was all that I did. All the time from from July to. To September, that was all I, say, I did. I'll say a little June. I put a little June on that. I'm gonna say probably more. Actually, sorry, that was wrong. That was wrong. I was from go the back. end of April. Yep. From the end of April. I told somebody else that to March. September. Yeah. So I think it was it was in, it was in between March and April. Um, well, March is when I was like I'm idea. doing it. Yeah. And then April is when I started gathering the funds to to you know to start making it happen. Spark. And then the planning like really took off after that. Yeah. Did you feel that you thought that you think it was um invigorating? Did you do you feel like it really pushed you to the limit and took you to another level? Yeah. As far as like your business acumen, as far as like your people skills, your organization. Did, how do you feel about having all those successful black businesses, black women owned businesses in one spot? I mean, it was great. I just, I, I keep, because people, like, I'm getting a lot of shout outs for it, but it's just not even what I wanted. I just wanted the other people to come and sell a lot of stuff. Right. Like, that was literally all I wanted. But people do black events all the time. It's You know, there have been a ton of black expos and mm. all of that, but I wanted to, I wanted this to feel almost kind of like a luxury experience that yeah. and I wanted it I was I had such a big focus on the event being pretty because I was like black women deserve to have events that look this nice mm-hmm. you know and a lot of stuff that we do is just kind of thrown together mm-hmm. and so I was very adamant about the look that I wanted for the event mm-hmm. And then everything else was like cherry on top. So I, I got the look and then, you know, I had vendors that was selling like quality stuff. And then I think that because, you know, all of the vendors, the vendors were announced that that drew a certain crowd in. Right. So even like the attendees that were there, you know, they came to shop. Mm-hmm. So I was just grateful that it turned out, you know, exactly how I wanted it to turn out. Good. So I got another question. It's something you just said that really makes sense to me in my mind. Um, the focus of a luxury event, right? Yeah. Why and how kind of did you come up with that concept of you making this a luxury event, a luxury shopping experience to where you can come in and get items, but also 
get items from these black women owned businesses, but also feel like you're at home and you're almost being pampered of some sort. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, so I went to a like almost kind of like a similar event. Come on, this now. event was just it was literally just white women. It was um white us by us. Yeah, it was literally just <laughs> white women, and I was like, this is a really dope event, but I just feel out of place here. Like I just feel like I do not belong here. Even you know shopping with the vendors, it's like. You just, as a black woman, it just doesn't feel as inviting. It's not for you, right? And so I was like, this will be really dope. I was like, why haven't anybody done this with, you know, black businesses? And, mm -hmm. you know, when white events happen, it's never like a blatant discrimination against black businesses. But yeah. it's also not. Well, like I said, welcoming. It, it, well, yeah, it's not welcoming. And you can tell that it is not catered to us. Yep. Like, we, we know that that is not for us. It's like, yeah, you can come, you know, free will. Come, yeah, come to the event. But we know that it wasn't intended for us. It's not our audience. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I really want to create something, you know, like this for black women. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I, you know, started basing it on. And I just pretty, everybody that I talked to, I was like, this is exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. I just kind of laid it out. And then, you know, they just took it for, from there. So... I prayed about every single person that I worked with. <laughs> and I was like, if, if this is not the person that I'm supposed to be working with, then expose it to me so I can let them go. Um, and then it just it just so happened to work out perfectly. So. Yeah, I thought you were about to let me go. Last two weeks, I was about to be gone. You were. Out of there. Go you ahead. Get done. <laughs> He's out. So um, when I first started planning it, um, I knew that I wanted Charity to help me. And I don't even know if she like necessarily wanted to do it at first, but she just had so much time on her hands that, you know, she really... I mean, when I say Charity kicked it up, she kicked it all the way up. So Charity 10 toes. Looking at the She Did That Co. Instagram page, I cannot take responsibility for that. Only thing I can take responsibility for is like the first three weeks after I announced the event. Mm-hmm. After that, I pulled Charity on, and she literally took over the page. Mm -hmm. So, all of the marketing was because of Charity. That's like dope. all, like she, so, Charity is the 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 social media manager, the marketing manager. Like she did the the graphics. Um, so I'm so grateful for Charity because I wouldn't have been able. I just cannot. I don't like social media. And that's just not something that I'm good at. I can plan something, but I'm not good at social media. Yeah. And then I was like, God, I need one more person to help me. Mm -hmm. The very next day after I prayed that, mm -hmm. Simone reached out to me. And she was just like, hey, I just really, she was like, I wanted, I've been wanting to get into event planning. I'm trying to see if maybe you need an assistant the day of, or, you know, if I could help, you know, in any way. And I was like, actually, you can. And so we talked on the phone. I told her what I was looking for. And then me, her, and Charity, we had a meeting like two days later. Um, and Simone is the reason why I got all those sponsorships. Give it up for Simone. Give it up for Charity. Now, listen, I can also attest to that, too. Sitting in the house with you, seeing you talk to Simone and Charity on a daily basis really made me um, feel good. You know what I mean? Seeing 
black women come together for a common goal to get a com- to get a task done and get it done right. Make it luxury. I like you need to start saying that. Make it a luxury experience. Um, made me feel good to see y'all work together, come together, and just make this thing as big as it was. But it all came from a vision that you had. So what gave you besides going to the other the place that you went to vend? What gave you like the motivation just to keep going? Because like I said. You would have been stressed out. Well, I you just, were down and out. You had, a, you had. A, I tell you this too. A lot of people don't know, but I can't talk about this yet. But you had a lot of roadblocks and a lot of barriers um, that probably would have prohibited anybody else from continuing. But you powered through. Well, yeah. Um, as far as like the planning of the event, when I as soon as I realized that I was gonna book that space, like the, when I first looked at it. I could just see it in there. And then I knew then like what I wanted. So like I walked into that first space. If you know, if you were at the event, I walked into that first space and I was like, I want a really obnoxious balloon wall right here. And, and then shout out, hold on, let's stop right there. The balloon wall was amazing. Lola first of looms. all. And give it up for Lola. Lola Loons. You can look it up on IG and you need to contact her for all of your balloon needs when i tell you she can make you a balloon mountain if you need it um <laughs> but don't stress my girl out but she can do whatever kind of balloons you need well, real it was, talk it was crazy because you know um lauren she she had just started doing those balloons and so i sent her a picture on instagram and i was like you think you can do something like this and she was like yeah she was like yeah i'm pretty sure i could figure it out and i mean that's exactly what she did so literally like as i was walking through the space i was like okay I want so I want this big obnoxious balloon wall right here. I want to do like a lounge area right here for people that you know want to sit down, you know, chat it up with friends, and you know do all those things. I was like, the swag bags can go here. You know, I want a DJ in here. So like, I literally mm-hmm. had in my head exactly what I wanted, and so I was just you know like writing down. And I walked into the big space. I said, okay, all the vendors vendors can be out here. Then we kept walking. I was like, ooh, I was like. I could probably do some food trucks out here because mm-hmm. that would keep people at the event longer. You know, if they want to, you know, shop, go eat or, you know, just whatever. I wanted it to be an experience and not just something. I wanted I like it to that. be something that people were going to remember. And so then I was like, okay, I want to do a band out here so that people can eat their food and listen to the band. And Shout so to Kev. I wasn't even, it's crazy because I didn't have no money to do this event. <laughs> like, I had no money. Zero funds. And then to add insult to injury. Oh, I can't wait. But to add insult to injury, just other stuff that happened. Um, so what I did was around the time that I started working on this, my boutique started to pick up a little bit. And that was when I was like constantly selling out of stuff. So I was using like pretty much every dime that I was making during that time. Every I dime. was putting it, I it. into the event. Um, before all of that even took off, we got our stimulus checks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I took my whole stimulus check and, and stimulated used the it. I used that as a deposit for the building. For the for the venue. And you got a kid. And I got a kid. So you got double stimulus almost. Yeah. I mean well, you got whatever. Some, yeah, you, you but, got but regardless, I took my stimulus check, I used it as a down payment for the venue. Yeah. For the event. 
And so then after that, the little stuff that I was having to pay for, it was all coming from my boutique. Well, probably about a month, maybe six weeks before the event, I stopped selling out of all of those clothes. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, what is going on? And so like all of the money that I was using to fund the event, it just was, it wasn't coming in anymore. And so I was like, how am I going to do this? Like, how am I going to do this? But I think that, I just think that God was showing me what I, what I needed to focus on. Yeah. And I think that with the way that my business was taken off then, I don't, I think it would have been difficult for me to keep up with both. Um, but as soon as, you know, I stopped selling out of all of those clothes, it, it was kind of around the same time that Simone came on board mm-hmm. and she got those sponsorships off. Mm-hmm. And so I was doing it. I was like, okay, between the the vendor fees, the or, the, you know, the vendor booth fees, the ticket money, and yeah, so between the vendor booth fees and the ticket money, I was like, I think I need $5,000 more to pull this event off. Ooh. Lord so, have mercy. I was like, how am I going to come up with $5,000? Like, I'm not selling nothing. And really what I was planning to do, I was like. I thought you were going to ask me, y'all. Boy, I when I tell you, I was nervous. Lord, don't let her ask me for this money. I was like, I, I thought got... that I would be able to keep pulling money that I was making from my boutique. Right. You know, the money that I was paying. I thought that I was just going to keep being able to pay for that. But I wasn't. And so I think the I think this whole process was just testing my faith. Like, are you gonna give up? And so I, like I said, I was stuck on this vision. Like everything that I had there, I had to have it there. I was dead set on having a band. I was dead set on having that bar there. I was dead set on the, on the decor. I was like the DJ. Uh, the, those were must haves for me. Mm-hmm. The the band just fell in, just just came up two weeks before the event. Yeah, I thought I was gonna have to exit. The whole yeah. idea, because I couldn't find anybody. And then you ask, who would you turn to? Boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 You are boom, annoying. Boom, But. Boom. Had to come to, who could you run to? You can run to me anytime, girl. I got what you need. So you found the band for me. <laughs> and then I totaled up all the money. I got $5,000 in sponsorship money. There it is. That's what it ended up coming out to. Look so, at God. I was getting like little bits of pieces from, from here and there. So, yeah, that's how I was able to pull off the event. Well, like, the event I literally, folks, folks probably be like, how'd you get all this money? I ain't had no money. Yeah. And that's how I know that it was just really, it was meant for me to do it. I was supposed to do it. You had a lot of good sponsors, man. You had a lot of dope sponsors, a lot of good. So, thank me. You know what? But you got to, you got to like you, the whole team, I can say from you, Charity, Simone, the um, volunteers, um, all of you guys put in a lot of hard work. And you can just tell by looking at the event in its totality from the beginning. Like looking at the promotional videos, looking at the Instagram, looking at the logo. Like you can see where this event is going early on. You know what I mean? So it's like, hey, let me get attached to a luxury shopping event that will continue to grow and blossom into something probably bigger than you even can imagine. And like, I wanted it. I mean, I wanted more things, but some of the some of my ideas I had to scratch, you know, just simply because of COVID. Yeah, like the aerial dance. I told you, we not have no girls on no aerial dancing. 
Anytime she wanted a girl on some ropes flying down from the ceiling, I like I don't think that's a good idea. I said then she that said she would have been a bad idea, um, <laughs> but that that for sure could have gone into like the space with the balloons. I was that that was my lounge. Yeah, and I I knew that I wanted like that area, and so, but the the aerial dancer probably would have drawn more attention to their room than what needed to be. I like the fact that. The attention was at the shoppers. The all the attention was at the shoppers. You know, people came in, got their swag back. Yeah. Um, got you know, got their little their drink. Oh and, my god. There was you there, know, they went shopping. I will tell everybody this too. That was probably the most excited time of this whole thing. Like the excitement that you felt when you started to see it yesterday was great. But I feel like the biggest time, the most excited most excited you've been is when you got the Pattern Beauty Sponsorship. Yes. I thought you had an orgasmic experience that day. <laughs> Shut up. Like, yes, I was I don't so make you excited. Like this. Well, because the thing is, Sheesh. with this being my first event, I knew that I would have a hard time getting sponsorships just yes. because they're like, you know, they don't know the legitimacy of it. They don't know what you, they don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're in the middle of a pandemic. So the fact that I was even able to get that you know, from them, it's just like, I'm, I was honestly just amazed that people were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give this money to this girl. We don't know who she is. Like, I mean, it, it seems like a good idea. You know, she's never done it before, but we're going to give her this money. But so. you said, see, but you said Cavalier, right? You said to me, this is not a knock how you're saying it, but you're saying it tongue in cheek, like, we just give this girl this money. No, this I saw it. The sweat equity that you guys put into your whole like time, sponsors, finding how you did it, what went into the packaging. Like it wasn't just like, hey, this is some girl doing some event. No, when you do stuff and you keep in mind that I want this to be bigger than I can imagine. When you start thinking like that and you start putting your ideas on a larger scale, I think this stuff starts to pay off. And what you saw was the um what you saw was when hard work met its result. Like y'all worked hard and the result you guys got was she did a thing probably been in Nashville, which was amazing. So I feel like all that paid off because all of the hard work you put in, it wasn't like some fly by night type shit. You know what I mean? Like, hey. I think I want to go out there and get old Uncle Neary's sponsorship. Let me pray about it and then go write him an email. That's not how it went. You know, so you say it like that, but it took work. Y'all really worked on this stuff, so shout out to y'all. I mean, that is kind of what it was. I prayed about it. <laughs> Tomorrow you, I sent them an email. <laughs> but stuff it went into that too. Not, <laughs> packaging and materials. Like, it's what I'm saying. Just like, hey, this is when the email and this stuff went into it is what I'm saying. I prayed about every single detail of this event. I'm not saying you didn't. So all of it the, was was meant to happen. What didn't happen wasn't meant to happen. Yeah. So let me let me fast forward because we've been talking for a long time and we can talk more about it on your uh, if you want to do episode of She Did a Thing podcast. I will interview you on there as well. But <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I just want to say this too, man. I saw something that disturbed me. I really wasn't going to talk about it, but I'm going to talk about it. So you can't, like, we have to be able, this is not even a relationship, but I might want to hit the button because this is coming directly from me and not you. Now unqualified <laughs> advice from B-Love and B-Loves. This is coming directly from me and not India. Let me get busy real fast. 
So as black people, man, listen, we can't sit around and try to cut corners when it comes to other black people. Something we hate, man, something I hate for sure. Um, when we have, when we try to do something on the largest scale and provide something for people that's going to be, like India mentioned, something luxury, something different, and like something that took planning, um, it also takes us to come together and do the right things. We can't cut corners and try to, hey, uh, I'm going to try to finagle my way or, you know, finesse my way into the event and do certain stuff. It's not how stuff works, man. Like, it's protocols and preparations to everything. Now, now, granted, this may have been some people's first time doing the event, so they might not have known. But it still doesn't give you as a person the right to then go back because you didn't know. And then when I tell you the right to go back and say, hey, Whatever the case is, I'm mad at India now, so she doesn't support black women. Like, what? <laughs> the event is for black women. Black women were in the event because you're mad because you didn't take the proper procedures and pro proper protocols. You're going to get upset with something someone else told you. And all you had to do was do one thing. Just do one, one simple thing. Fill out the paperwork just like everybody else. This is not a dig in anybody. This is not a this. It's about us as a people. We um we will conform to what a white person would tell us at a white event before we would something a black person would tell us at a black event. We'll go to the restaurant and we'll sit down and you know we'll eat at a white establishment or whatever. Then we go to a, the same quality type of restaurant. Sit down, ready to eat, but we'll expect a discount. Or we'll expect or we will expect, hey, because you black, I don't have to have a reservation at your restaurant. I'm just gonna take a seat wherever I want to. And then when you tell me to leave, oh, you don't like black people. Now I love black people, but I also love you following the damn rules. You better <laughs> call open table and get you a reservation in my <laughs> restaurant. What the fuck? What, what are you doing? So all I'm saying is as a people, man, we can't try to um, take advantage take advantage of our own people and then get mad at them when they tell us the proper way to do stuff, man. They're probably try like trying to figure out what you're talking about. All right, well, forget it then. Let me get loose. Let me get busy <laughs> real fast. It was a vendor. No. It wasn't a vendor. It was a girl that purchased a ticket to she did a thing, probably event in Nashville. Girl purchased a ticket and then and promoted the event. That's what she said. And Thank you for doing it. Thank you for buying a ticket. Thank you for promoting the event. Now, she then said that she had her samples the day before the event. She was getting her samples ready to go to. She did that to go ahead and pass out some of her samples. Now, this is not that type of event where you can just come. This is not a networking type of event. You just pass out your samples. However, if you want to be a vendor... All you had to do and was I, go online and fill out the vendor form. Go ahead. I guess it's weird because, you know, she brought it up. She was like, it's supposed to be a networking event. The networking part was for the vendors who were a part of the event. It was an opportunity for them to, you know, get together. Because there were, you know, times throughout the day where the other vendors could get with each other and... You know, discuss, you know, connect. Yes. Maybe they could, you know, become friends or Collaborate. You know, associates. Yeah. You know, like listen, girl, you got eyelashes. Ideas yeah. off of each other, you know, that that kind of thing. Not an event that is open for, you know, just the public to come in and 
you solicit know, their items. Right. And if that's what you were looking for, I apologize. But don't worry. You got to take care of it. But anyway. But uh, <laughs> I was going to say, basically, long, long story short, um, someone got upset that um, I guess they were upset about the, you know, rules and protocols that I have set up for this event. And, you know, went on social media to tell everyone that she did that company does not support black women and to tell people not to attend the event. <laughs> tell people not to attend the event. But, you know, some people you really just can't worry about. I, I, What this has taught me is that if you know that you don't have ill intentions towards something, don't worry about it. Mm, big facts. So it was like, I, kn- I know what I was supposed to be doing. I, I knew my intentions behind the event and, you know, what I wanted to happen and I knew that I wasn't trying to harm anybody or discredit anybody or not let anybody get their shine. So I was just like, well, I ain't gonna worry about it. <laughs> and, then, and But what you said was great. Like your response, I saw your response. Like, hey, if you come in and start giving your products out, what does it tell the other vendors who paid for a vendor spot? Yeah. That, matter of fact, I'll take it even, I'll take it a step further. If you come in and you're selling something, you're giving away the exact same product as a vendor, what, what does that do for a vendor who paid money for a vendor spot who's relying on people buying stuff to then get a profit? That's crazy to me. If you come in and sit, giving away eyelashes and I got eyelashes for sale for $5.50, ooh, yeah. something ain't right. Well, and I think people have to understand because, you know, they kind of try to make it made it made it seem like I was being biased and, you know, I was being choosy about the vendors. But the reason why, when you say that something is curated, it means that I handpick everything and that's exactly what it was. Also, I'm, I had to have balance. I knew that I was only going to take 30 vendors. I had no idea that I would get over 100 vendor applications. Right. So thank you though. Like let's not just go over that point. A hundred vendor applications. Like you guys are amazing. So I took you know, I took the 30. Um, but I also had to make sure that each one had an opportunity to succeed. That is. That's why I only picked two candle companies. Mm -hmm. That's why I only had two makeup girls. Mm -hmm. Like I only had like one or two people selling lashes. Like you can't oversaturate it because it's like. Simple economics. Supply and demand. We're selling the same stuff. And I did that based on the size of the venue and the number of tickets that I was going to sell. I knew I was only going to sell 200 people. So I wanted the vendors that were chosen, you know, to all be able to win at the event. So it's like, you know, next time, like who knows, next time I do the event, maybe COVID is not a factor. Maybe I get a venue that's twice as big. Then maybe I can take more candle companies or, you know, more lash companies or, you know, whatever. But that also means I can sell more tickets. So that means that there's a bigger opportunity for you for other people to make sales. Right. So supply and demand, simple economics at that point. It's like I'm not I'm not making these rules for, you know, the business just to be a mean girl. That ain't I'm not I'm not a mean girl. Yeah, like <laughs> if you were a mean girl, you wouldn't have put so much time and effort in a luxury shopping event. This is what you did. But all well that ends well. You guys talk, 
and you figured everything out. That's the beauty about black women. They can come together and figure everything out on a face-to-face level. Black men be mad trying to fight each other. Black women pulled up together and, and I don't even talked think that's true. Black okay, men, men get over stuff way easier than we women fight, do. And then everything be okay. We box. We box. We, we box. Women be holding grudges. Well, I got nothing to do with y'all holding grudges. <laughs> but the beauty of it is that you guys mm-hmm. did come together, figure everything out, mm-hmm. and let everything go. Let every, I guess they let everything go. But with that being said, the people want to know, India, do you have something planned? And what's next? Give me a week. Give you a week. We want to know, right? We can't wait a week. So can no. we announce it on the next episode of She and Our Podcast? Possibly. I'm working I on I like it. Two projects. I'm working on two projects. So uh stay tuned. <laughs> I like that. I gotta I gotta I gotta flush out the ideas before I can announce it. I like that, India. I like it. So listen, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this thing up. But in the meantime, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. I don't even know. I'm like, should I tell them to follow She Did That? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Over. Follow She Did That Code. Follow Shop Indie Boutique. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Charity is still going to be on Instagram making sure y'all get updates and everything. So just stay tuned to that. Uh, you can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow She and our podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Also, leave us a message. She and our podcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love to get topics. Like I said, man, we got some big things in the works for the podcast. I'm working. I'm working. B3 Pod is working. Just know we're working. So, hey, anything else you need to say? No. It's been real. It's been fun. She, 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 I, 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 I